Thank you very much. I'm guessing no speakers. So let's go to board comment, questions. Ms. Van Dorn. Mr. Jamelski, thank you very much. I'm thinking back on all the years when I was uh, like other people sitting in the audience, the person watching the special education grant proposal because uh, there were many years when the community was not consulted on the grant proposal. And I'm really pleased, and I did hear that you had done this with ASAC without a lot of prodding and asking. And so I really, really appreciate that because I think all of our work is better when we do it in consultation with our advisory committees. Um, a concern I heard with the budget, and there too, with assistance, um, we had a request at one point um, to provide one-to-one -one devices for assistance rather than four-to-one, and I know that that didn't make it into the budget. I think it was a $94,000 item. I hope that we can make some inroads on that over time. Um, perhaps if you're increasing Aztec, maybe we can just find some way to do something with that. I really think that that hampers um, our assistance. And then also I heard concern about uh, a movement from um, full-time assistance to part-time assistance and concern by parents that we would be providing disjointed support even though I understand that for, our, for your budget it's less money, uh, but it's very hard and the, the pay is, is not very high. And I'm very concerned about that because if it's part-time, are we going to still have the same quality that we have with full-time assistance. So I would add that um, that comment did come up in the ASAC presentation right. regarding the assistance. Um, uh, assistant um, uh, staffing has uh, been a long time part of the um, uh, IDEA grant. Mm -hmm. um, there was a recommended shift from um, having a larger number of um, salaried full-time assistants to uh, more hourly. There still are, uh, I believe, 20 uh, full-time salaried uh, assistant positions that are recommended through this uh, application uh, with um, a slightly larger amount allocated to hourly. The way I described it to some of the members of, of ASAC who uh, had very, very good questions and uh, good points to bring up were that um, often uh, we may get a request for, from a school for an assistant to meet a unique need that arrives during the middle of the school year um, and that is expected to last for um, only a short duration. Um, some of the requests are, um, are for a unique student situation to have an assistant provided will last um, uh, throughout the course of the year and many will last uh, multiple years. Sometimes they're only gonna last for a certain period of months where a student may need some extra support. Um, we would be reluctant to want to hire a full-time staff member who might only be in place for a few months. Um, I think that having a provision where we have a, um, a balance of uh, full-time assistance who can be provided along with some um, uh, staffing funding for hourly assistance uh, that can be used um, in an agile way to uh, plug in um, a, a staff member for support, but that may not necessarily be needed. We can certainly take a look at uh, rebalancing um, and perhaps shifting um, uh, some funding um, out of the hourly and perhaps increasing the salaried full-time ones. Um, we want I think that we need a little bit of both and finding the right balance is something that we can continue to look at. Okay, I'll just, 
I heard it was 125 hourly and 20 full time. Is that not true? Um, 125 hourly staff members? Assistants. No. Okay. So maybe <laughs> maybe we can do a, a follow up on that. Like, what are the numbers and what was the shift? And then I I think um, it's interesting that Mr. Chadwick is still here. I think the experience we've had in provide in hiring part time bus drivers is something that we've been moving away from to full-time salaried bus drivers because it is so expensive in this community to work on an hourly basis that you have tremendous turnover, not any fault of employees, but people simply need to earn more money. So I'm really concerned that with our most vulnerable students, we create a high turnover situation that we regret. So can we please just monitor this and make sure I understand all the reasons why you're going this way but please let's monitor it because what's most important is that those kids get the support they need thank you I, I can say that the number is definitely not 125 I, I believe the number of full-time assistants funded through the grant is between um, 20 to 30 and the number of hourly assistants is approximately 20 but it is uh, nowhere near 125. I think that was mis But we can get some exact figures. It's okay. And, and maybe we need to combine them with also our uh, general fund dollars because I think those are where the numbers come from. But that's, we can do that later. It's getting late. Other comments, questions? Uh, actually, I want to ask you a question about the numbers. And this may be really be more of a follow-up. Um, and I didn't add up. I don't think you had a final. You had a lot of dollar amounts or was that the total the the four point something million the five million that, total. That is that's the, the total of all the other things that you saw that, that we saw um, my question is simply um, how much of that how much is our total budget I assume this is um, subsidizing us but not right so I'm right. just curious it, yeah is this and I know there's that, is this, is this part of the supplement supplant thing too that like, yeah, so yeah. maybe it I would personally be interested in a pie chart or something, you know, something or just, you know, the number, the, the number, if, if, if just to kind of know what the, I suppose it's just out of interest more than, I think we I'm still going to vote. I'm still going to support the, the uh, proposals, so application, yeah. So thank you. Um, and you're coming back in two weeks for us to yes. approve the application, presumably. Sure, Ms. Van Dorn. Just, yeah. I, the numbers are really important, and I do know this in excruciating detail because I've looked at it so many times, but I actually think that that number has not gone up much in the past few years. And I think if you were to take the number of students we have in relationship to that, it's actually been pretty flat. And our 504 numbers have gone up very, very high. And I think we should commend ourselves for that because the cost per student is much lower. But I would like, in, in addition to the pie chart, about how much comes from the federal money and how much do we. I think it's really instructive for us to understand that it's mandated, but the vast majority of the money comes from our own local tax dollars. But I'd also like to look at there's a misconception that we have skyrocketing number of students who are qualifying for special education and the costs are going up because it's just simply not true. So I would like you to bring that back as well, just to edify us. We, we can do that. So I, I, um, the percentage of students with IEPs, not necessarily 504s, has been um, approximately 14 to 14.5% 14 for going back many years. And 
as the overall population of students is rising, population of students with IEPs is rising at a consistent rate. Population of students with 504 plans has been growing at a, a faster rate, although it, um, it may be um, uh, leveling off. Excellent, thanks. Don't take too much time on running yeah. numbers, though. You've, you've, yeah. you've got a lot to do. If, 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 uh, yeah, it was really just more out of interest, so. Um, okay, thank you very much. Thank you.